Thanks to Calm, the number one mental wellness app for supporting Earn Your Happy. Go to calm.com slash Lori to get 40% off your Calm premium subscription with hundreds of hours of programming, unlimited access to Calm's entire library, and new content is added every week. It's not just the foods we eat, our diet. It's the content we consume. It's what we're reading. It's the podcast we're listening to. It's the people we allow in our life. It's the text messages. All of those things make such a difference in your mindset if you're monitoring them. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multi-millionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business, not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8383, You can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. This podcast is one of my favorite podcasts to date. I think it's because of our guests, pure authenticity, hilarity, genius. And I can tell you, because of where I'm at in life right now, it's really what I'm craving, not just in my life from the humans, but also from people who are creating epic products and creating products off of their own needs and sharing it with the world. And Lauren Bostick is not your average online personality. She is my incredible guest today. She turned her passion for wellness, beauty, and no-nonsense attitude into a cheeky resource and online community. You guys, she's as real as it gets. And the community is The Skinny Confidential. Her online blog and public brand represents a natural extension of her uncensored, hilarious, and honest personality. Her blog features everything from honest skincare product reviews to unfiltered relationship advice to tips on why you should get the fuck out of the sun. The Skinny Confidential is more than just an online website. It is a community for women to express themselves without hesitation and a place to master the art of living with balance. You guys, she has the most 
amazing bio that literally goes on and on because of everything that she has done. But she has these incredible products. She just released an ice roller, which is so freaking cute. I'm obsessed. It's called the Hot Mess Ice Roller and the Ice Queen Facial Oil. And in just 48 hours, she sold out both products in tandem, grossing over $1 million dollars in sales overall. You guys, that is some serious freaking brand love. Her product collaborations stay true to her carefree brand while also allowing an ever-growing community to engage with her work in a more interactive way. So she's completely mission-driven, an incredible entrepreneur, and Her entire brand is all about empowerment and inclusion and promoting spaces where women can uplift and be a resource to each other. Her brand's platform provides them with a sense of community they didn't know was just one pink click away. You guys, let's get started. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's funny. I've been following you for years now. I got to meet you a while back during my book launch and got to be on your podcast. We did kind of a pod swap. And that's really when I started following your journey and just being inspired by all of the different things that you've done. And I think what I love about you most is how you step into what seems to be like every interest in every part of yourself. Like you are that person that I would say she's being fully her and as fully transparent as possible on social media. And I I know that probably comes with so many different emotions and so many different things that come with sharing such a large part of your life. But I also think it is one of the most amazing things because it's been beneficial to me. It's helped so many different women build their business, help with self-care, help with motherhood. Like you truly are, you know, documenting and sharing and helping so many people. Does that come with a lot of pressure or does it feel really fun to you most of the time to do that? No, that is not where I would say that the pressure comes from. And thank you so much for that intro. That was so nice. The pressure is not coming from sharing so much info because I've really made it clear that I am not telling you to do anything. I'm sharing my experience and my journey. And it's like, take what you like, leave what you don't. I'm not going to apologize for who I am. And I'm not forcing anyone with a gun to follow me. So if someone's following me and they pick something up, amazing. That's what I want the whole platform to be is like this very cheeky pink resource. But at the same time, I'm not going to like preach politics or being vegan or being paleo. I'm not going to preach to anyone. I'm just going to share what I'm doing, what I'm experiencing and other people's tips and tricks and have other people on the podcast. But the space that I've created for the community is super non-judgmental. So we've had every different kind of walk of life on our podcast. And I always say, just because I have someone on that you don't like doesn't mean I'm agreeing with them or not agreeing with them. I am going to continue to have polarizing conversations just to have them. And I think there's been many episodes that people have gotten canceled. You know, like Stassi Schroeder's gotten canceled. She's been on our podcast and people have been like, you need to delete that episode. I'm not going to delete the episode. It's a media outlet. So we're going to continue to have conversations with all different kinds of people. And that's what I really hope the Skinny Confidential is, is like this non-judgmental place where you can just pick up hacks and tips and tricks, use it as a resource, take what you like, leave what you don't, but come with an open mind. 
So Lauren, like listening to that, that I, I think a lot of people right now are like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be that. I want to, you know, I want to show up that way. So was that a decision that you made? And I'm sure there was a lot of conversation around it, like trying to figure out where you stand and like what you're going to put out. What did that conversation look like when you were kind of, you know, coming up with those boundaries and clarity around what it is that you want to do and be and how you want to use your business? Because I think the more that I talk to women and talk about their fears, it really is about like, I don't want to share the wrong thing. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And it's really stopping a lot of people from getting out there where you have like this clear decision and you're going to stick to it. I think that it's really important that if you don't want to share and you don't want to show up in a way where you're having all different conversations, then you shouldn't. I think if you want to talk about, you know, politics or religion, or I know someone who talks about, you know, her Mormon experience, like, I think you should talk about what you want to talk about. And for me, since I was born, I've been an oversharer. It's it's my (laughs) personality that I'm showing up as who I am. And I think where people get fearful and they get confused and they take too long to execute is when they're like, well, I want to show up like an oversharer, but I'm not. So Mm -hmm. I would tell them to show up how you are. If you want to just talk about one subject or you want to preach veganism, or you want to talk about the paleo diet, like that's what you should do. And for me, like my whole life, my parents raised me in a way that was really open-minded. And that sometimes is not a good thing. Listen, I get in trouble all the time. I'm not saying that my way is the right way. I think that that just my personality is very much like take it or leave it. And I'm sure I alienate a lot of people, but I've just realized very early on in my life and not even through social media, I'm not for everyone. And that's okay. I'm not speaking to everyone. Mm -hmm. And I don't want anyone to follow me that, that feels triggered or upset. I don't think that they should follow me if that isn't their jam. So I think that the message is like, show up how you want to show up. Don't show up how you think you should show up. So you've moved lately or you've moved recently. And I feel like you've moved around a little bit. Tell me about how different environments impact you and just about where you are right now, where you were, how you're managing relationships with moving with what you do? That is such a great question that I've never been asked. And I love that question because I think environments impact you so much. And I feel like everyone has realized that Mm -hmm. since going through quarantine Mm -hmm. and COVID. I got pregnant and I started to notice that my intuition was telling me that LA was not the place for us anymore. I think that it served the purpose of my husband building Dear Media and us building the podcast at the time. And we were living in a certain area that wasn't the right area for us. And it just started to be sort of stressful there. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that even when I was taking a walk, it was like, and this might sound stupid, but my cortisol was up. And just things that I started to pay attention to when I was pregnant. I don't know if I had like a sixth sense. I was very sensitive. And then obviously I had the baby in January and then lockdown happened. And I just really sat down and got really clear like I do with my business, with my environment. And I was like, okay, forget what everyone thinks is cool. Forget opportunistic events. Forget all of that. Like, what do I want? And I think Michael and I just had a really clear conversation about being purposeful with our environment. And so we're in LA all the time. And LA is definitely still part of our life. We work there 
But to live, Austin has been really incredible for us. It has this very Mother Earth energy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like here I have space. And I can't explain it other than like, I just have space to create. In LA, it was someone's birthday every single week. Or there was all these different things pulling at us all the time. And here I just have like this stillness that has been so good for my mental health and my self-care and my relationship with my daughter and my husband. And I don't know if we'll live here for five years or 10 years or two years. I think that we're just going to sort of live our life in kind of a nomadic, spontaneous way. We're just going to sort of see where it takes us. Right now, at this moment in time, Austin is the place that we feel like we should be. Oh man, so good. It's so funny how podcasts, seems like they always fall in the exact day I need them. We're, we're in the space of splitting half the year between Arizona and then we want to go back to California, but we're deciding between like Los Angeles area or Newport area. And I'm just, we just spent a week at an Airbnb in LA and I kind of noticed the same thing. I was like, oh, it's so good for opportunities, but there's almost too many opportunities. And then it's also, I noticed my cortisol was up everywhere I walked. So that's really funny. So thank you for that. that. It's very high energy. And if you're very sensitive to like frequencies and sounds and loud noises in cars, it's hard to find the space to hear. Yeah. And also you're so right. There is so much opportunity that it's like, but when does opportunity actually work against you? Mm -hmm. Tony Robbins says this thing. I, I know you're a fan of him too, where it's like, what works for you in the beginning to get you to where you want to be stops working for you in the next phase. And Mm -hmm. I said yes to everything for 10 years. I said yes to a fifth graders book report. I said yes to going to proposals with my audience. I said yes to everything, every Mm -hmm. email, every ask, everything. And then it gets to a point where it's like to build what I set out to build for this community and to take it to the next level, you almost have to say no. Mm-hmm. And it's such a shift and it's a mindset and it's hard mm-hmm. because it's change and it's this transition. And so in LA, it's so easy to get into that yes game, but it's like, when does that yes game stop serving you? Oh man. Well, I can't pause and think right now, but I'm going to do this later <laughs> afterward because that just gave me so much to think about. Okay. So I want to know what is a belief that you had to let go of from your past, maybe even a recent past. Actually, I'd love to know one from your childhood and maybe a recent belief that you've had to let go of in order to really step into the woman that you are today. I feel like one of them is definitely that I said yes so much and then it wore me out. Yeah. I also think, and you can probably relate to this, this is like a cliche one, but it's really true is like, you hustle so hard, you hustle, 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 and then the hustle works against you. And so you have to figure that out. And then I think even with noise, I grew up, certain things were very chaotic. So I've been attracted to the chaos. And what I've realized is like, to sit still and to be still and to meditate and to think, like, actually, I have a think week every year where I just think Mm. is so beneficial to getting to the next level of whatever that looks like. So I think probably for so long, I told myself like, go, 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 go. Don't sit still. And now I'm to a point where it's like, no, the stillness is actually going to take me to where I want to be.
Hey, I have to share something that maybe you could pick up on just by the podcast. But looking back in 2021, I really struggled a lot mentally, a lot more than I ever realized and potentially than I ever had in my entire life. So this year, I promised myself to make my mental health a priority. A few of the ways I'm doing this is through group workouts, girlfriend dates, reading and meditating using the Calm app. I'm partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app to give you the tools that improve the way that you feel. With Calm, you can clear your head with guided daily meditations, improve your focus with Calm's curated music tracks, and drift off to dreamland with Calm's imaginative sleep stories, which I really know that getting good sleep is so important to have a great day and feel good the next day. And if you go to calm.com forward slash Lori, you'll get a limited time offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription, which include hundreds of hours of programming and new content is added every single week. Mastering the art of meditation is on my list of things to do before I die because some of our world's most successful entrepreneurs meditate every single day. I'm also gonna make sure I have grace with myself around making this goal. Calm's daily meditations are the best and led by Tamara Levitt who has the most soothing voice. I always catch myself drifting away and thinking about my to-do list for the day, but I think the fact that I'm even catching myself is a huge win. I'm excited to continue practicing throughout the year with Calm. Sleep more, stress less, live better with Calm. Calm is offering you a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com forward slash Lori. Go to calm, C-A-L-M.com slash Lori for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com forward slash Lori. God, I'm resonating so hard with that because it's the opposite of what I feel like doing right now because things are so in flux that it's that addiction to busyness and thinking you're getting somewhere and productivity and and I truly can convince myself that I feel better with it. And sometimes I do. Like sometimes there are seasons where that feels better. But then sometimes there are seasons where you do it and it's just like you're feeling more lost and more confused. So your think week sounds super interesting. I would love to know what is like one of the biggest things if you could remember that has maybe come from a recent think week. Like what are some things and emotions and feelings that come out of that week? Yeah, I think I've really learned a lot from Ryan Holiday, who obviously everyone knows about being still. And then I kind of mix that with like a Warren Buffett who, you know, talks about planning the next six months, the next five years and the next 10 years. And I think having that think week, it gives you the ability to think macro and not just micro, but also go micro. So for instance, if I'm planning, like if I'm laying out the next 10 years of my life and how I want that to look, Mm. I'm able to create those little micro systems during a think week. And if people want more information on this, because this might sound like overwhelming, I have a highlight on my Instagram. It's called Think Week. And it like Mm. sort of walks you through what that looks like. It's not my idea. It's actually Bill Gates's idea. And he goes away for a week. And I, I just think being with your own thoughts is one of the scariest things that anyone can do. It's so petrifying. Like the second we're with our own thoughts in line at a grocery store, we get on our phone. Like, And so to really learn to sit still has changed my life. And then also just, I think another thing is like changing your thought patterns. There's a lot of thought patterns that we have that we don't even know we have that aren't serving us. 
And so being able to pay attention to my thoughts and then change those thoughts to something that's working for me. I had a really hard time with how much weight I gained during pregnancy. And I noticed that all the talk that I was talking to myself was so negative. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know it until I read this book. It's by Louise Hay called You Can Heal Your Life. It's a very popular book. But basically, it's just paying attention to what you're telling yourself every day. And so I started just shifting my mindset on that. And it really changed a lot. And that sounds so stupid and easy. But I think that it's not just the foods we eat, our diet. It's the content we consume. It's what we're reading. It's the podcast we're listening to. It's the people we allow in our life. It's the text messages. All of those things make such a difference in your mindset if you're monitoring them. And so to be able to have a think week, it's not just about my business. It's about friendships. It's about relationships. It's about what's working and not working. And I just think to be able to sit by yourself for a week. And my, my husband's usually there and my daughter. I don't mean like by myself, but I mean just having space on my calendar. The best time to do it, this is a hack, is two days after Christmas because everyone's checked out, which is amazing. It's fucking amazing. (laughs) Like you put your thing on your email that says that you're not available until like the 7th and you just take advantage of the time when everyone's hibernating. And I was talking to my sister about this the other day. I, I said, it's so interesting how the day after Thanksgiving, everyone doesn't want to do anything. It's like the weather and the the energy changes and you just want to be inside and and be alone and, and like rejuvenate. And I think that we're in that season right now. We're about to go into it. It's like take advantage of it because starting February 1st, everyone's back and kicking again. <laughs> That's so true. It's like an actual shift. It's like you walk outside and you're like, something's different. <laughs> something is totally changed. Okay. So if, speaking of seasons, if you had to name this chapter of your life, what would this chapter be named? It would be called a working on my business, not working in it. Hmm. Oh, that's good. For work, for work wise, not for like my whole life, but for work. Tell me about that. I've just realized that working in my business does not work. And what I mean by that is learning to delegate, working on the macro, not the micro, not saying no to almost everything. I have an away message on my email that says, I'm sorry, I'm working on my product line. Having space to write, potentially write another book, changing my number. I just changed my number. I've had the same number since I was in fifth grade. And I just changed it. And I only text messaged 30 people. And I was like, this is my new number. Creating space so I have the ability to take what I want to do to the next level. And I think that that's a lot of mindfulness and thinking and figuring out like, okay, putting an away message on my email, people like so many people are like, oh my God, I can't believe... No, like I can't be living in my inbox all day. So I check my email once a week. And I have an away message. Like, I'm not going to be reacting to everyone else's to-do list. I have to be proactive. Mm. And it also means not checking my phone in the morning when I wake up and consuming content that is entertaining or adding value to my life. I just think like monitoring all the different things that are coming at you. There's so much coming at us all the time. To be honest, like I don't even watch people's Instagram story. Like I'm, I'm, I watch three people that I think add value to like health, 
and business and life in general, or maybe that make me laugh. But other than that, like I don't want to just sit and watch people's Instagram story all day long because it's taking away from your own life. And I just think monitoring those little habits that we do without thinking every single day is so important. Oh my gosh, you're reminding me about like when I was writing my book, I had to, if, if I wanted to hear my own thoughts and think for myself and have energy, I had to like block everything out because I couldn't tell what was mine and what was other people's. And I also noticed that like it wasn't giving energy to myself. It was actually taking it away. So it's, you're inspiring me so much just around getting excited that there's a lot of low hanging fruit that I can do to get more energy back and more just like richness of life, you know? Yeah. You know, writing a book, you cannot screw around. Like you have to have writing time. Writing a proposal is a big deal. And writing the first draft is like nothing. You have to go back and edit it. There's a million things you have to do. And to have all these different distractions is just taking away from what you set out to do. Okay. So I feel like you have a great relationship with your husband. I feel like you've got like a lot of really great family priorities. I would love to know, and just life in general, like, especially just talking to you, like, I feel my energy lifted. I feel super inspired. So clearly you're doing something right. What do you think is like when you and Michael are talking, like, what do you feel like is a secret that you two know about life and relationships that you wish more people understood, but not everybody would necessarily agree with or wants to do? I personally think for me that I would not settle for anything that didn't make sense to me because of society's standards. And what I mean by that is you're told you get married and you have a baby and you do this I do not want to live my life by the status quo. If I was not with Michael right now, I think I would be dead single. I don't want to settle with someone just because it's like checking something off my to-do list. I would rather create a really fruitful, creative, happy, fulfilled life by myself than settle for less. And I think that there's so many people that are so focused on like checking the box of what society wants for them that it ends up one feeling like a desperate energy, which I think turns people away. And two, they end up being unhappy because they've settled for something that's less than they deserve. And my relationship, I'm not saying is perfect, but it's the right relationship for us. And I can't imagine being with anyone else. Like he's the person and the teammate that I should be with. And I think that we've been really mindful about making sure that it's the right fit. If if it and if it didn't work tomorrow and it, you know, didn't continue to work for like a year and it wasn't right, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship that's miserable. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's worth it. That's funny. Chris and I talk about that all the time. We're like, okay, well, because we're always checking in with each other, kind of like, is this still the role that you want to be playing? Is this you know, working, what does this look like? Like, what does your ideal life look like in this amount of time? And seeing if all those pieces of the puzzle fit, but we've had really open conversations like, hey, if you don't hold up your end of the bargain, like I'm not gonna stay in a miserable relationship that's not a fit anymore. So I think those are conversations that people are afraid to say and to have. And if anything, I think it's made us even more close and more excited to be on each other's trajectory. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that, we're also like fooled by the Instagram facade. No relationship's perfect. Mine is not perfect. There's many things that annoy the fuck out of me. And I'm sure you could say the same. But where I think for me, it would become a problem 
is if we were pushing boulders up hills, but they were separate hills. Mm -hmm. I want to be with someone where we're pushing the same boulder up the same hill. Because it's like, if he's doing his thing over here and I'm doing my thing over here and it's not collective and and team-like, it's like, what are we doing? Why are we in a relationship? And I don't just mean with work. I mean with parenting. I mean with sex. I mean with everything. That is so good. I've never heard it phrased that way. I love that. I will carry that in my relationship. That is awesome. Yeah. The same boulder. You're like, you're on the same team doing with the same vision. I love, love, love that. Okay. I want to know what's the conversation that you want to add to right now? Like what lights you up? What do you love talking about? What's exciting you the most? I am absolutely so passionate about building a product-based business that's community-driven. So involving the audience in every single step of the way, it's what I want to be doing. I don't want to be this like business person behind a desk. I want to get my hands dirty. I'm visual. I'm, I want to be talking on a mic. I'm a creative person. And like sitting in a finance office for me, having to manage a bunch of employees is not what I want to be doing. I want to be very much in a creative director role. Mm. Definitely writing another book. I will always love reading and writing books. That's like something I'm very passionate about. Even if it go, it's probably out of style, I don't care. I love creating a book and I love reading books. So that's something that I love. And then now that we're getting out of all this, this shit, from the past year and a half, I think connecting with the people who have supported the platform in real life. So whether that's like live podcasts or getting out there and like supporting what they've done. I think that the community that the Skinny Confidential has created has been so amazing to just like connect everyone. And I think in-person events are what people need right now. Wow, I super resonate with that. I'm like in that same boat with creating products that are really community driven. And I'm getting really clear on what role I want to play in this business. So yeah, that's really powerful. Just like keeping yourself in your that zone of genius or that creative space where your energy is lifted. We were just doing an exercise with my team and really trying to figure out where that is for each person to make sure that the energy is there. Cause it is kind of like what you, which exactly like what you said, it's pushing a boulder, but you want to make sure that you're you're also pushing the one that you know you have that you have the most energy for, not the one that you're like I feel like it's going to crush me at any moment, like I can't do this anymore. So, and I think that we can get really caught up in that, especially as women from women that I've talked to, is thinking you kind of have to do everything at first, but getting, you know, being a CEO and understanding where you best work, like and finding those people who can do the things that you are not good at, and stopping thinking that you need to do them and get out of that as fast as possible. A hundred percent. I think a lot of influencers right now are creating product-based businesses, which is so cool. But you don't want to get into this thing where you're creating a product-based business just to make money that you've white labeled that you're not passionate about. I think anything I create, like I have to be able to actually get in there and create it with my own hands. And I think that that's the beauty of what we've been doing for all of these years. A lot of the influencers, like they've been able to talk with their community and learn what they like and what they don't like. And I think when you're creating something from scratch with that community, it's so much more powerful when you launch it for everyone involved, Mm -hmm. for you, you're stimulated for the community, for 
any other brands that you're working with, like it's just a lot of synergy. And so I think that to really get that passion to be able to feel like you're starting it from the ground up and not just doing it to make money really makes a big difference. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm totally in that right now and observing where like, I'm like, this is not going to work if I don't get back into creative role and talking to the community more. So that was super helpful. Tell me about creating your products because you have right now, well, you have an awesome book, Get the Fuck Out of the Sun, which I just saw at the bookstore, which I was, it's so beautiful. Like I'm in love with it. You love it. I wish you were in it. Oh, well, your next book. See, you're going to write more. It's great. I know. I wish you were in the next one. Um, and we put your ice roller in our gift guide because everybody's obsessed. And now you have a razor, which I love because I have been shaving my face for a while. I love what you're creating. I feel like you're such a role model for number one, just authentically showing up as yourself. Like I know that you've heard that probably a million times before, but I really want you to understand how freeing that is. I think it's the ultimate gift that a woman can give to another woman is to show what that looks like, especially in such a non-judgmental way. And, you know, you are that person who can step into, you give permission to step into all of it. Like, you know, you can unapologetically just love whatever the hell you want that seems, you know, maybe to other people who, who even knows, right? Like I love pink as well, just basic, right? But then you're so deep as well and you intertwine them in the most beautiful way. And so I think you're such an awesome role model for being both, like the both life, the and life, fully you. And just watching how you just manage maybe different challenges with such grace. So I'm so grateful for who you are out in the world. I would love to just hear what that has been like to write a book and create these products. And how did you know that these were the ones? I had horrible jaw surgery, 16 hours where I was left so swollen and I became like someone who had their PhD in swelling. I learned every single thing. And I couldn't believe at the time, this was like, this was like seven years ago. I couldn't believe that there was all this skincare on the market to put on your skin, but there was nothing really to fight the inflammation. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is hell. And the only thing that worked was ice and manipulation. And so I got one of those shitty plastic ice floors off Amazon and I would just use it all day long. Mm. And it was like a blog post that just blew up when I posted it. And I was like, do not use this for, you know, just smelling. Use this for beauty when you're hungover. And like it, my community just went wild with it. And probably like two years in to that experience, I was like, I need to create my own and I need to figure out all the pain points in this product with the community. And so I just started talking to my audience and really just wanted to create something that wasn't on the market while disrupting a category. I didn't want to create like another lotion. It needed to be something that was really particular. So that's where the ice roller came about. And then every single thing that we launch is just another disruption. Like the razor, like no one, everyone is so scared to say they shave their face as a woman. I've been shaving my face since high school. It's not a big deal. And men are aging way slower than us because they're shaving their face. Mm. And so it's like, let's start the conversation around these things that are taboo and like people are embarrassed to share, but also make it really cute and pink, but effective. I love that. Just listening to your community and also just sharing things that have worked for you that maybe you wouldn't necessarily talk about. Yeah, I love that. Plus your makeup goes on so nice. 
It's such a big difference with between putting ice on your face. And I'm not even saying buy my ice roller, go put your face in a bucket of ice. Like the ice is the best beauty tip in life because it's going to tighten your pores, shrink your capillaries. It's lifting the face if you're rolling. Like there's so many different benefits. And then you mix that with the razor. And it's just like these little skincare hacks that I feel like haven't been talked about enough. Hmm. How do we connect better with our communities? What do you think that is? I would say that it's important to personalize the experience. So if you're a fashion blogger and you're not answering where you got your shot from, you're, in my opinion, what are you doing? Your due diligence to answer your audience because you decided to be a fashion blogger. I like If someone is asking me a question on my Instagram... And I don't want to tell that like, you have to be like very open. It's like the girl that you're like, where'd you get that shirt? And she's like, this whole thing, I don't know what you're talking about. You you have to, you can't be like that. In my opinion, if you want to connect with the community, you got to be open. I mean, I've been asked every single question from how big are your implants to did you have Zaza like C-section or vaginal birth to who my gynecologist is? Like, I'm like very like open with my community. And I also think there's so many little things you can do. I, if someone DMs me, I'll send them a voice note back. Not mm-hmm. every time. Like I do what I can do. But a voice note is like so personal. It's acknowledging. I think when they post you saying thank you, like thank you for the support. I post my audience's small business as much as I can. I'm not perfect. I do what I can do. Since becoming a mom and full-time with product, it gets harder and harder. But I think making the extra effort to understand that you're not the hero, the audience is. Mm, so good. Let's end on favorite girlfriend date and a piece of your best business advice right now. Chips and salsa with the skinny margarita with half rims of salt with hoodies on at like at a Mexican restaurant that's dark and just like very chill. No makeup. I love it. I thought at first you said ships and salsa. I was like, I like cruise ships. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just just chill, ships and salsa. Okay, I love that. Don't have to even get ready. Okay, and and best piece of business advice? I would say if you're going to launch a product-based business in this day and age, do not underestimate content marketing. Meaning if you're going to come out with a hair product and you're a fashion blogger, why do you think that people should buy that hair product? I've seen so many people just launch something because it's like cool to launch a lip kit. I knew I wanted to launch an ice roller five years ago. Mm-hmm. And in knowing that, you can start creating the right content and engaging with the audience in the way so that when you launch, everyone is invested in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a huge miss and it's a lack of patience to disregard content marketing. Mm. And I've been able to see the difference because we own a company called, or we're co-founders in a company called Who More Play, which is the coconut oil loop. Mm-hmm. And that didn't have, a, there's no influencer behind that. It's not me behind it. It's, it's, it's a brand. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to see that against the product line that I've recently launched. And it makes such a big difference. If I was a creator right now, I would rather wait five years and content market and then launch then launch today. And that's probably going to piss people off what I just said, because a lot of people are like, just put it out there. I think that just putting it out there is the content marketing and laying the foundation before you launch a product. 
That is so good. And I love hearing that. I feel like that's what I've been attempting to do this last entire year. And as much as I'm like upset about being delayed right now, I'm also so grateful because it just gives me more time to do that. So yeah, honestly, everyone is in such a rush to like get it out there because everything on social media makes you feel like everyone's doing everything that you aren't doing. Yep. And what I've realized is like, if you're patient, you can build the next Glossier. And the Glossier, if you go look what she did, she had a blog for seven years True. before. Yep. Blogging about what was in people's beauty cabinets. Like go look at the people that are really, really crushing it in this space. They have all content marketed. Damn, that's really good. Okay, well, I'm so inspired. I have loved this conversation. I could talk to you all day long. Again, I just want to tell you how grateful I am, even if you, I know that so many people, you know, especially you're out there in the world all the time. I don't think that you hear it enough though. I think you need to know how much you are impacting people on such a massive level. I think especially your peers that maybe you don't even realize because you are just out there yet with really beautiful boundaries. And I think that that is one of the most powerful things right now. So Lauren, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I know this is going to be so helpful for so many women who want to still have that great, you know, life and be able to hear their own thoughts and just have space, but also really crush it out there. So really grateful for you. Thank you so much. That is so nice. Thank you for having me on. Anything that you're doing, please email me, DM me, whatever. And so I can support with what you're doing. I like have been a fan of you ever since you came on the podcast. So your story is amazing. And I feel like you're someone who like has really worked their way up through adversity and all different kinds of things. So thank you so much for having me on. Oh my God. Thank you. All right, you guys. If you love this podcast as much as I did, which I know you did, make sure you share it with a friend. We are so grateful for you always. And we will see you on the next show. Bye everyone. I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you wanna create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're gonna customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. 
Kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. 
then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.